All right, we're live. All right. So, <laughs> so everybody, so what we're doing here is uh, we were talking, and a lot of what we talk about on a daily basis um, has turned into more of a political scene since um, it didn't used to be that way. I mean, back in the day, you know, people looked at you like, ooh, he's talking about politics. Oh, God, not him again, not her again. Um, but now that's completely changed, and so we're bringing to you guys. Um, we're going to talk about a few topics offhand. Um, Andy's with me, a little bit about myself. Um, I made a degree in criminology, um, four years bachelor's, and then uh, just work out in the marketplace like a normal human being. Um, nothing too crazy. But uh, Jesse and I uh, also have been doing podcasts for about a few years now and used to do some publishing and uh, working with uh, authors and whatnot. So we were kind of discussing and I was talking to Andy and we we're talking about what do, what do we need to do to kind of be more relevant and, you know, how do we help out from what we're seeing, kind of our table talk and how do we reach people? And this is what kind of what we came up with. So Andy, I throw it over to you. Say hi. Oh, hello everyone. It's nice to be on the podcast. It is. So Very first one. Tell us a little about yourself, Andy. We finally have a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I have a pharmacist background, so I've been in college for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I just recently got into more world news and politics. I, I think I owe it to my daughter because cha having a kid changes you, as Jesse knows. And I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Jesse's had six changes in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe Matt to soon find yeah. out. Yeah, we'll see how it works. I mean, that's another thing is when you talk about COVID, it's um it's do you want to bring a kid into this world? You know, COVID has created this whole habitat of um humanity right now where people aren't nice to each other and you really think about that and not to say that obviously I'm not being a naysayer, not bringing a kid into the world, but it's one of those things that kinda of makes you think twice. It's um how people react now to you and you got cancel culture and you got everything else, but directly to COVID um, being the topic of this, this discussion. Um, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Good thing is daycare. Monica's home for the rest of the year. So I mean, <laughs> for that purpose, um, working from home actually kind of works, you know, you're not spending 40. Didn't, wasn't Monica saying that she didn't want to be a stay at home mother. <laughs> like remember she was like, I'm not going to, I'm never going to stay at home yeah. this whole year. She just took off the whole year. She's just, she's just going to be at home. Damn you, COVID. <laughs> you know, she's just going to be, you know, over here with an apron on, cooking food and stuff. Exactly <laughs> what she said she wasn't going to do. Well, that's... So, I just want to point out that Monica's a hypocrite. That's all I was... That's my point. I don't think she owns an apron. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she doesn't. I would, I would I've been afraid if, to buy one. I would imagine if she did, she would probably make it herself. Because yeah. she's so goofy. She is. <laughs> I know. She has to have that touch, though. It's good. She, she's creative. She's very crafty. All right, so what was the COVID stuff? Well, what I was saying was, I mean, that's also another a part to COVID is a lot of people now are at home more than they used to be. So not only do you have um, the economy that shut down, but you also have um, people at home that are working from home, that are seeing each other more often, or um, one spouse is not working at home, one spouse is out in the, out in the world making a living because they're deemed essential. So I think it creates a lot of different um, situations that people aren't. Um, really accustomed to and a lot of different nuances with stress and whatnot mm -hmm. um, and then you got so many different scenarios coming out and it's like what do you believe you know what which path do you believe um, do you believe the White House do you believe CNN um, Fox mm -hmm. all these other news outlets and I would have to say no to those and um, it's just scary especially with Trump's order to have the CDC reporting go directly to him so I mean that's pretty crazy I don't think I know too much about that. What I, I What was, is the purpose of that? I thought it was actually going to, uh, which department's that going to now? Is it, I, I, just, I just can't think of it, is it? Yeah, so if you look at some of the, the USA Today reports um, uh, that are coming out now, there's some people trying to block it. But essentially what it is, and I was reading up a lot on this last night and through some of these articles, um, mainly if you go to um, any kind of uh, CDC website, uh, because their, their website crashed, and all the data came down, and so the news was blasting Trump like, oh, look what happens. He says all the data's going to go to him, and all of a sudden all the data disappears. Actually, it was the CDC that took it down themselves. Uh, I actually, mm -hmm. I hadn't heard that. It was like an update, yeah. And then so, but they re um, put the information back up. But what they're doing is Trump has hired two outside companies to run the data. 
because they say that they can do it faster and better than what the CDC is doing. And there's a lot of com conflicting information because people inside the CDC are saying um, that the systems that they're using are clunky and outdated and need to be updated, which makes sense because it's the government. Um, a lot of, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of their shit's outdated. Um, but, <laughs> but also, too, um, that you got other people saying, okay, well, he's just going to manipulate the data because it's an election year. And so then you have those fears, and which I'm, I, I, don't, I can see happening. I mean, it's not like Biden doesn't admit, uh, manipulate data or other people don't manipulate data. So, um, but I, I'd have to research more on the independent firms, but that's where it's going. It's, it's, not, it's going to the White House, but they're, put, they're hiring people to help facilitate it is kind of what they're saying. Was there an issue that was pointed out to make this move? I just, it seems kind of random. Well, I think Trump's has been, he's been very unhappy just with the CDC, Fauci, other people that have, that have dealt with it. I mean, obviously the World Health Organization, that's why we're, you know, cutting the funding of the World Health Organization. Yeah. I think he just sees it as a, just a tremendous failure across the board, doesn't like the information, and he may just not like the results either. And mm -hmm. it's not really like, I mean, Trump could have necessarily done anything different. He's not a doctor. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't do any of this stuff himself. But I was thinking this was going to a different uh, governmental uh, department as opposed to the CDC. I just can't remember. I, probably I, China. I, I swore I heard Tim Pool say, but I just don't remember now. Yeah, yeah probably China. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so much China. But I guess this whole piece is about COVID, so we're going to stay focused on the COVID part. I mean, that's a big piece of it, too. And just just in, in topic of reporting, just in general. Um, but, you know, there's there's uh, I'm going to find that that link um i had it pulled up earlier um what's funny you know is they try to say because people are trying to say that uh that china's handling it way better than we are and if you look at you know originally china had, they had said they had like eighty thousand cases or something like that right well a few weeks ago they finally reported that they had like uh, 90 million tests and all i'm saying is if you only had eighty thousand cases what are you doing 90 million tests for Mm -hmm. Yes, I just don't. I don't trust a single thing coming out of China about no. about COVID or anything else. No. And they had multiple lockdowns. From my understanding, they were like locking people in their homes until they died. So, so this which is, is one way to take care of it. So this is from NPR. <clears throat> it says the CDC's old data gathering operation once worked well, monitoring hospital information across the country, but it's an adequate system today. Um, the oh, present. The president's coronavirus task force has urged improvements for months, but they cannot uh, keep up with the pandemic. Yeah, so I, I see on your I see on your uh, your thing right there that, and I, I was thinking that Tim Pool said this, but HHS. Yeah, I was thinking he said it was gonna, the information was going to be there instead of the CDC, which I don't necessarily know what that entails. I just know that it may not be public. As, I'm not sure. Which H, what is HHS again? It, it shows it on there. You might want to scroll up because I can't. Uh, it was um, it's a uh, one right above it. It's uh, it's, so it's Michael Caputo. He's the assistant secretary for public affairs, and he is defending the administration's decision, saying the CD system was too slow. So that was Trump's uh, problems. Like they're too, they're too slow in reporting cases. So in Trump's eyes, they're saying, "Oh, we're getting all these spikes, but the information is not being reported quick enough." So we're doing because I guess people are saying that Trump's not doing enough testing, but he actually the, the testing models are um, themselves may not be accurate. But two, it's a uh, Trump is saying himself that we're doing more testing than ever now. Mm -hmm. Probably exactly what he said. We're doing more testing than ever before. It's the best testing ever. But Well, the testing, there's a quite a bit of a delay. Like, I think I've heard 10 to 14 days, which is I had a, useless. I had a, I had a friend who, uh, uh, his uh, in living in partner, um, came down with uh, corona. And it had been six days, and he still not got his test results back. So, really, the spike on the coronavirus so i think some of that is kind of why it's being pulled towards the white house um i'm just sick of all the misinformation yeah, yeah the hhs yeah. and I, I just wanted to be sure before i just stuck my foot in my mouth <laughs> while we're filming it it's health and human services oh, okay so yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're, they're pushing it towards that department so the cdc i don't understand all the reasons why but um i just know that that's mm -hmm. so Sure. Could it be nefarious? I mean, anything that Trump does is nefarious these yes. days. So it just, it makes it difficult to decide what, what really is going on, what's not, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. So if you, if you cry wolf so much by the media, then I mean, and we're just going to kind of ignore it. And that's the biggest problem because then eventually it's like, if, you know, even though he's made plenty of mistakes, if you constantly say everything's a mistake, then it makes it difficult to decide whether or not anything's a mistake and you just tune out. Yeah. 
which is kind of where I've been. Yeah, exactly. So looking at some of the data, um, when it's saying it's moving to the White House, um, what they're saying is no one is, the main thing is no one's taking access or data away from the CDC. And I was talking to people yesterday about this and they were like, oh, you know, look what, look what Trump's doing. He's, he's, this is like a dictator. He's pulling it from which way that, that information is not going away. The CDC announced themselves uh, on their own website that they're still going to be doing analysis. They're still going to be the CDC. This information is just going to the white house area first for more impromptu, um, reporting. And it's making like all the headlines you see is like, you know, Trump taking over the world or Trump's <laughs> doing this or that. And Trump didn't even mandate mask wearing. Like, so they want, in one instance, they'll call him a, you know, a totalitarian dictator, but he's not even mandating mask. And I didn't even vote for Trump last time. And it's people like that that make me like, hey, listen, now you make me sound like I'm defending Trump because you guys are saying some crazy stuff that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not out there mandating, you know, people stay inside their homes. He's letting the governors do that. Well, you need to understand, Matt. Federal versus state laws. Hello, that's the that's the foundation of this country. The reason he's not doing those things is because he doesn't care about human lives, obviously. <laughs> that's the reason why he won't mandate the mass. It's not because he's not a dictator. It's just because he wants more people to die. <laughs> so you just have to understand, you know, like uh, where he's coming from. I just don't think that... I don't think in general people are that nefarious. No, no. I, I, I just don't. I, I think that, you know... <laughs> Um, you could say all the people that were that were killed in drone strikes over the years from Obama were, you know, he just wanted more people to die. I think that's a, it's a, it's almost, it's a, it's a fallacy argument. I, I don't, I, yeah, I just don't buy it. I, I don't buy it and I don't like it. So it's just, sure, we've, we've certainly made mistakes. And not only that, I mean, I think most of people's problem that they're pissed off about is that they want a more federalized system that we just don't have. They mm-hmm. want a, gov- they want a, a, a president who they, who they specifically want, because like the left, they don't want Trump to do this necessarily, but they want a president who will like really exert federal rule and they will come into those states and be like, nope, we're all wearing masks across the country or we're all doing this, we're all doing that. They want all the, they want this big plan, this big, huge government apparatus to tell all the states what to do and our system has never been that way. I don't think we should do that either because it's so different. It doesn't make sense for um, a town of 2,000 people to do the same thing as New York City. It doesn't make any sense at all, and especially if there's no cases in in those small towns. Um, well, yeah. there were I think I think uh, and I think it's still true. I know with, I know at least within the last two weeks it was true. Uh, the top eight, or sorry, the top three states in terms of COVID deaths, they had 42 percent of all COVID deaths in the United States. I can I'll pull that up real quick. Which was, that was you, you can pull it up on Worldometer Coronavirus. Yeah. It's it's New York, New Jersey, and, and Massachusetts, I believe. Oh, it's still those. Three? Yeah, still, it's wow. still the same three because the other ones like are, are the the death rate has has dramatically dropped. Of course, mm-hmm. there's still lag time, so we're having yeah. a ton so of new cases. If number, you if you grow down, like is that, is that a number one is New York with uh, right now? Um, we're do it real time. So in the United States, there's 3.83 million um, cases. So it's actually probably higher than that because you have people that have not been tested that actually have the disease. So that's mm-hmm. another thing that people need to take into account. Um, the deaths on that are 143,000 people have died. Yeah. So 143k. Um, this is this is the U.S. This is just U.S. And that's that uh, that list you see. It's not filtered from top to the most is, to least. I'm talking about like when you get to the deaths. Yep. Yeah, no. So just pay is, attention to that. Okay. Yeah. So right now, um, let's see here, deaths and you filter it. See, because when you do that, it's uh, not let me filter. Yeah, that's all right. Because I, I believe it's still. Uh, if you go to a worldometer, and you type in coronavirus. Yeah, worldometer coronavirus. It'll pu- it'll pull up the uh, it'll pull up the perfect thing, and then you can go to the United States, and it gives you it gives you pretty accurate information. It's it, other than the CDC or other organizations, it's probably the best you're going to find on the internet that gives real time tracking. That's not the right site though, because <laughs> that's the World Health Organization. Oh, we don't want to talk uh, about world, that. World no. worldometer. It's yeah. a whole other can of worms. So it should be the. I don't know, on my phone. On my phone, it pops right up. Yeah, mine does too. Because yeah. <laughs> I also search it a bunch because I was constantly watching it mm-hmm. to watch to watch trends per day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there it is right there. Uh, coronavirus update. There we go. And if you scroll down to the United States, then you can filter by all the stuff that you want. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's, it's a very sweet little resource. So it's not perfect, but. Also, um, why that's loading. Another thing I wanted to pull up. <clears throat> 
uh, the new system was set up by teletracking. That's going to be the new system that's going to be providing the coronavirus information. Um, a private company based in Pennsylvania, which was awarded $10 million in contract to non-competitive bid in April. So it's kind of slanted little. That's interesting. Little slanted I, line right there, non-competitive bid. I love when when uh, people editorial people throw that in there, like we're not going to catch it. That's really weird. You know, I didn't actually pay attention to that. That's interesting that NPR. Yeah, NPR. That's all NPR. And they're, yeah. They've been very uh, biased lately. Well, They're, they have not been very, uh, and I, I don't mind NPR, but a lot of the stuff when I, because I used to go to them as like an periodical to go up there yeah. and do some, do look to do research, mm-hmm. and then when I see stuff like that, um, that's very, it's almost like pseudoscience. That's very like <laughs> a way to put it in there, so you read it and you don't realize what you're reading. Mm-hmm. But it says um, like sub, sub, subconscious so, uh, directly, and, and it's and it's linked too. They linked non-competitive bid in there. So I'm not sure what it's linked to. But in June, uh, Senator Patty uh, Murray, uh, Democrat Washington, the ranking member of the Senate Health Committee, wrote a letter to CDC Director Robert Redfield asking why teletracking was awarded a contract on a non-competitive competitive basis. So, I mean, there is some little backlying issues there. But, again, it has to do with Democrat asking why there's a non-competitive basis in there. But I, I, I do remember there being two companies. Hmm. Ever, did it ever come up? Okay. Oh, here we go. Now, if, we you, go. if you go down and click on the United States, mm-hmm. it also gives like it gives a ton of world information. Keep going down a little bit. It really bothers me It'll, that we... It, it just hasn't loaded all the way fully yet. That we... Shouldn't be that far down. Um, it, our media talks about cases, and they don't talk about deaths. They don't couple it with deaths. Well, it's, it's just a one-sided picture yeah. when there's multi... All this other information we need to consider, too, with how we're doing. Yeah. Um and, and it's possible that the deaths in the black and behind keep going up, Matt. Keep going up, keep going up. Because it, it should have uh, showed it in, it should have been a breakdown of, uh, of states. Here we go. It's very odd that it loaded the way it did. Here we go. Okay, we so go. this is what I'm um, used to seeing. Flush that, go ahead and flush that out, Andy. What do you mean by um, when you talk about when they're not reporting the deaths in there? Go ahead and flush that out a little bit more. What do you mean by that? We, I feel like a lot of the mainstream media just talks about cases, 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 which. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more cases. We're, who knows why exactly? There's a lot of different factors to consider there, but you don't talk about deaths and how it, we had that big spike in deaths earlier, but now it's like either plateaued or it de- definitely hasn't gone up. There's still the, the lag, but I think we would see a little bit of a spike if um, because of the increase in cases. But I think it's an incomplete picture if we just talk about cases and freak people out about cases, but then there's not really that many people going or dying. And we could also talk about hospitalizations too, because that's an indicator of how well we're doing too. As long as the um, healthcare systems aren't overloaded, then. Do you have any firsthand knowledge of the healthcare systems at all about being overloaded? Or um, I, I don't. I don't really hear a lot of reports coming out about that. You don't see a lot of headline articles. Um, no, like every once in a while I'll see it. But I, I have a few friends that work in local hospitals, so I've asked them like a couple times here and there. And actually one of my friends said that um, they're seeing a bump in volume because of the delayed care. And people are now like, um, they haven't had surgeries for like heart conditions or other situations. They're now coming to the hospital because their disease has progressed. So she's seeing more of that rather than like covid Severe COVID cases coming in, and that's another thing that um, I was in, in the to the, the people I was talking to yesterday. A lot of it um, curtailed with the fact that, like, okay, so what happens if I'm one of the nine people that's in the 30s that gets lung disease because of COVID, because or it brings out an underlying condition that they would have wouldn't have saw until they're later in life, but COVID brought that out in them. But it's such a small percentage, you know what I mean? But they're so afraid to take that chance. And I just think mm-hmm. that at some point in time, you're going you're gonna to have to take a chance. I mean, yeah. you, every time you leave your door, it's uh, it's it's kind of wild west out there. You don't know what's going to happen when you drive your car. You're pretty much driving a torpedo. Um, <laughs> Death trap. <laughs> it, it, it really is. I mean, um, but like I, I think, too, is you look at the big picture and you look at how many elective surgeries aren't going down, people's quality of life. Um, the Mental death, health mental health um, issues that are going on. Um, so let's look at the death total. So right now, um, the top five states are New York, California, Florida, Texas, New Jersey. Top uh, no, no. total deaths? Did you, uh, or is that top 
cases. Go ahead and on total deaths. Deaths is cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So deaths would be... Okay, go ahead and, go ahead and uh, I'll filter, filter that. down. Hold on. Yeah, that's that's right. There we go. Um, so um, top total deaths, the top five states are New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, California, and Illinois. Yeah, and they're, and they're quite a bit ahead because like New York is like 32, almost, you know, 32,500 deaths. New Jersey has almost 16,000. And Massachusetts has like 8,500. So here's. Well, so how is that compared to the population? Uh, can you filter on that one? Deaths it, like. Uh, well, there just, is. If you go over, it says it, it does death per million as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay, just check you must, this out. You, already, you use the site a lot, don't you? Mm -hmm. Just yes. check this out. Look, look at, but look at this. So look at this. This is more important. California just had 7,000 new cases, only 11 deaths. So they had 7,540 new cases with 11 new deaths. Um, not, and I'm not saying that any death is a good death. Yeah. No, um, no. There are, I mean, because uh, the new cases, I mean, the, the deaths certainly lag behind by a couple weeks. But from my understanding, the death rate is also quite a bit down. Mm -hmm. So I think so. And I, I think it's going to continue that way. I mean, it's, it's probably going to go up a bit mm -hmm. just because, I mean, deaths per day are probably going to go up a bit just because there's a lot of cases. So, yeah. I mean. Can you filter by, like, Deaths per yeah. There's 1 a death. Million. There's a death per million. I'm. I haven't yep. looked at that recently. I've been um, deaths here. per one million population. Um, it's all going to be the Northeast. Nor New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, District of Columbia, yeah. Louisiana, it, Michigan, Illinois. So it's all. It's almost okay. all the same ones, and then yeah. you eventually get Delaware, Pennsylvania, Mississippi kind yeah. of sneaks its way in there. So it, even normalizing by population, New York, who supposedly they've killed it. <laughs> Supposedly they've done the best. <laughs> been, been well, I guess they literally killed it. Andy was um, oh. really wanting to talk about. Um, go ahead, Andy. Uh, what, were, what were you talking about, Governor Cuomo? Yeah, he he was selling a poster about how they how New York is. Um, uh, what do I want to say here? They've uh, mastered COVID and um, conquered it. Pretty much. Yeah. Have you seen the actual poster? I'm pulling no. it up right now. Well, I've heard people talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Shapiro talked about it, and he also he also pulled it up, and and then I looked at it online, and it's it's just ridiculous. And I mm -hmm. think did did Cuomo did he paint it himself? Is that what I heard? Is it? Or maybe, maybe maybe he had, had someone do it. I, I just can't remember. I was thinking that he might Is have he painted a painter? It himself. He didn't seem like the painter type. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it, it, it could be. I also saw a video. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. That. Dr. Fauci was saying that New York was the model state. They he just really? I think he just said that within the last like 24 48 hours. Yeah. Because they have such low death rates now, but at the same time they also allowed it just to like go right through their population. So, sure, they have low death rates now. You know it's bad when New York Post Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming well, out New York Post. The... New York Post is kind of on the right they're on the right side anyway. But mm. See, this is what it... Given, like, I just kind of listen to me more independent news sources. Um, it's where you got to stick with me. And these media, multi-media conglomerates are just nasty. I don't even, I'm going to be honest, I don't actually even read the New York Post because I know they're slanted no. enough that I, I kind of stay away from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I will read it because sometimes there's only certain things, but I, I typically do not and I don't post from there because I already know. Oh, here we go. I already know how people are going to act. Unpacking Cuomo's COVID-19 poster. This is from New it's, York Times. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> It's just it's just a funny poster in the, yeah. to begin with. An octopus is guiding a cruise ship. President Trump is sitting on a crescent moon, but don't get distracted by that. Beware, winds of fear, the incoming plane of Europeans and the uh, boyfriend Cliff. That's how this article starts off. <laughs> what? Are isn't they that, actually talking we, about the poster? Isn't no, that because we're not describing a fever dream, but Governor Andrew Cuomo's new New York tough poster, which depicts the hardships of the coronavirus pandemic as a mountain that the New Yorkers have climbed. Mask rests on the summit's peak. Essential workers and the governor's daughters and dog pull the, cur pull the curve down. What we did was historic because we did uh, tame the beast, Mr. Cuomo said on Monday as he introduced the retro political poster. Um, his second this year. We did, not we, did not we did turn the corner. We did plateau that mountain. Then we mm -hmm. came down the other side. So, I mean, which is, I mean, I don't know if that's exactly, I don't, I don't think it's all not true. I think they've definitely plateaued as far as cases have gone. Sure. No, I think it's true. And what, what, it's just weird that you would sell a poster. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that gaslighting? Is that, is that the correct? I, I don't think so. I, application I don't, of the term. Okay. No, cause I don't think he's really, he's not really spinning a web. He's just kind of mis, 
leading a little bit on the facts because he still has the highest cases. They still have the highest deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, For some reason, and a lot of nursing home deaths too. Yeah, yeah. well, that was the thing because there was so many states. I want to say there was six major states, including I think New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, that their governors were making were making a nursing homes take COVID positive patients. Now we don't know how many people died. However. We do know that almost, I think almost 40% of the total deaths in the country are from nursing homes. At so, least. And I think tw- I think 25% or so of the deaths in New York are from nursing homes. It's like 20, 25%. So, I think I it's think, higher than that. I think, but Pennsylvania, I think it's really yeah. high. But I think Pennsylvania and New Jersey are both higher. Here's some good news for Cuomo, though. Um, if you do look at new cases, as far as new cases go, New York is not on the top five. Shapiro. They, they are not in the top they, five. They're not. They no. are. They are down. They're not even in the top ten. No, no. They're they're, they're doing really well. So they're doing well as that as that goes on. But here's is that, the thing: is, is that due to but, half a million people leaving the well, city? Well, I was just gonna say there's you got a mass exodus of people. Um, you've got you know and that you got more um, liber- libertarian um, liberal uh, dim- uh, built up of uh, economy over there. So more people are probably gonna be wearing masks. Um, I think masks have been mandated for a longer time over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into that. I don't necessarily say that it's that Cuomo wasn't correct by saying that like they've done stuff to help plateau their curve because sure. some things are working. But I do think that I think you're an idiot. Here's the I see it, it now. It's, it's such a goofy graphic. It is. And like, it's not even the thing. I mean, like, it's not good either. It's so weird. Like the whole thing is just weird. It has a very, um, you know how everybody's all into the conspiracy theories that like people are like (laughs) lizard people are like these, uh, are like child sacrificers, but like Mm -hmm. it has a very paganistic feel to it. Like with the sun yeah. and like the mountain. It's, <laughs> it's definitely bizarre. And yeah, you like the look at this. Shapiro was like, Why is there a rainbow above this? <laughs> you know, he's like, What's well, up LGBTQ, with this rainbow? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like uh, what is going on? So like they're at the top of the mountain? I, I don't understand mm-hmm. what what is meant. It's it's very bizarre. <laughs> I yeah. I think it's it's a little bit of pandering. For yeah, sure. It's so it's um, so goofy. He is holding another thing and, I will say about this poster, he's holding an American flag. That's brave. Because he did just kind of a lot of the groups that are supporting BLM or a lot of other groups, you know, are trouncing on the, the American flag right now. And he's actually holding it. So I'm, I'm and, surprised to see that right and there. And the top banner, does it, does it say love wins? Is that what it says up there? Um, if you scroll all the way up. Yes, that, it does. Yeah, it says love wins at the top. It's like, wait a minute, what, what is this about again? I think that's like, part of the LGB. It, it's, just, it's just like, what does it have to do with the COVID? What's I, the guy? I, I don't get I, it. I'm going to save this image so I can put it in the video. What is the... Um, what is the guy blowing the wind guy? Is that uh, Father Wind? Or what's this guy? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what New Yorkers do. I mean, it's I, possible. Maybe I'm I should not going to lie. And I, it, I think it's just because I remember 9-11 uh, very clearly. Whenever I see a plane in the mountains in front of it, it kind of gives me, and we're talking about New York, it kind of sends me back. Like, uh, not not yeah. good imagery. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, hmm. They got Trump on a crescent moon, which... Why? I don't... Because... Are I'm they poking you, fun of him? I, I, I don't know. I wish I knew. Um, I'm sure that it, but I, I, I can assure you that it is not positive. But I just think it's funny, though, that it, it does have a paganistic feel to it. Because you got the crescent moon, the, like the weird-looking sun, you mm-hmm. know, Dr. Wind over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who these are. These are oh, these are essential words. Is that Dorothy? Me too. Who knows? It looks like Dorothy. <laughs> it's, it's such a bizarre thing. I mean... Yeah, it is. Did... <laughs> so... Do you know much about why Dr. Fauci said that about New York? I guess I'd be well, open no, to I think it, listening about uh, it. I, I didn't actually read that specific article. From my understanding, though, is that yeah. it's because uh, it's because go. the rates have dropped so much. Now, Ben Shapiro, obviously not a doctor, and I know I've already brought him up a couple times. He it's was talking about it. Yeah, I guess that's definitely not Dorothy. <laughs> but he was talking about it, and he was like, well, may, maybe one of the reasons that New York has so few cases now, because a lot of the people who would have got it based on, uh, based on uh, you know, riding the subways or doing whatever... They've already got it, and and there's a high you know there's a high percentage of antibodies already in some of these, in some of these boroughs, so maybe that's part of the reason. 
And surely it is, because what else has changed? I mean, what, what did New York specifically do? Because let's say, like, California, L.A. County specifically has had, like, mm-hmm. some of the most stringent laws on this. Mm-hmm. You know, with, they've had some of the mass laws the They're longest. They're still locked down. And yeah, now, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they just, they, they've just had a tremendous rise in their cases. Well, and if you watch the family, thing, family visiting each other. They had a, the, well, I mean, they had a, they had a big, they had, a, they had the same kind of, a, well, not, not like New York. But, you know, cases rose up, and then they flatlined it, then they put in the mass mandate, and now they're, ra- they're rising again. You know, and it's not just because they're just specific, because like they're the ones who didn't reopen, right? I mean, they're mm-hmm. the ones who, they're the ones who were shutting down the beaches, shutting down the parks. You know, making mm-hmm. everybody have masks when they just go outside and do anything. Some of them, I think, even for exercise. You know, and so. So, so that should be like our. <laughs> here's another big number that no one ever talks about. So when you're talking about coronavirus and you're talking about the news and what you really need to kind of know. Um, Go to these websites. Go to CDC. You can look there if you don't trust uh, um, the World Meters, info.com, I think is what it's called. Um, you can go to the World Health Organization. Just remind you that they're also kind of corrupt. Hmm. Um, but if you look at coronavirus cases just by general, there's 3,893,963 cases. Um, there's 143,263 deaths. And the number that you don't hear about is the recovered there's 1,802,123 recovered people from coronavirus that has just been reported. That's not people that have recovered because they've never admitted it or people that just stay home for yeah. 10 days. So like if you call in right now to where we work and you say that you have the sniffles or anything, you're automatically out for 10 days. So with that being said, there's a lot of people that don't get tested. They just take 10 days and they come back to work after that. And they may not have, have it. They may just be have allergies or whatnot. But that's, that's something that's not taken taken into consideration too so this the the death percentage number is actually way lower than what's actually perceived because there's so many people that have it that just never get tested mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm i'm almost for a fact and this is kind of me being a little bit progressive i'm also for a fact where the government mails test out to everybody and just everybody takes a test M- uh, massive but, antibody testing, like big old antibody testing would be interesting to see um, it would give you a very good picture. I know I know the, a lot of the scary things that go along with that. It's like, oh, then they're going to have your DNA and like all this. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I yeah. mean, they already have your DNA. If you're, if you're that far down the rabbit hole, they already have your DNA, okay? They can track you right now. They've already collected all of our m- metadata. I think it would be very interesting. Everybody should – I don't like to say mandatory testing, but don't make it mandatory. But the federal government forks up the money. They get the test, and they mail it to every household if, on census. If, if we got enough people to do it – Per state, we could probably come up with pretty good percentages based on, I mean, all the already statistical data we take, you know, and how we do polling and stuff like that. We could probably come up with a good idea of how many people have actually had it. My guess is, though, because I, mean, I, I think it's five to ten times higher than the number we show. Um, just a total guess, but like on the antibody testing that I have seen, it was usually between, there was some that were up to 30 to 85 times the amount, which were done in New York and in, I think in Santa Clara County or even San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But there was there was two locations in California, and there was at least a couple locations in New York, and the antibody test showed anywhere from 30 to 85 times the amount of people actually had it. That if, would be cool if we could get everyone to take it at once, because that would be the the best we got, because we know who exactly has it It'd who be, doesn't. Well, I, it, I think it would settle a lot of nerves, because you don't, cause right now there's such a unknown about who's getting tested, why they're getting tested, when they're getting tested, who's making people get tested. Because another thing, too, and then we'll wrap this up, but um, another thing, too, that's a concern, so sending kids back to school is something we should discuss real quick. Um, and some of the things that are brought up that do make sense, how many parents send their kids to school that are sick, even with the regular virus or flu, just because they can't afford not to? Mm-hmm. So Daycare is the same way. Daycare yeah. is the same way. So you're yeah. going to – so, I mean – the problem is we have to come up with something because people have to be able to work. And if you're not going to introduce an UBI or you're going to cut the stimulus check down for coronavirus, right now the re- Forbes magazine just put out an article yesterday, um, and they were talking about that the new um, the Republicans are wanting to move it down to $40,000 per household, which is, which is insane. They shouldn't move it down at all. You can give $5 trillion to corporations, but you want to lower the threshold? I just don't agree with that. So I, I and I, that's and and I think that's dumb. If Trump lets that go on, I think he that would be if he doesn't fight that or come out against it, that's going to be a big knock Abish. against him. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I don't even think because whether whatever, regardless of whatever you think about Trump, uh, whether he's good, bad, whatever, I don't see that him him allowing that to happen. 
Like, I don't, because I, I think he understands enough that it's like, okay, it's an election year. Even in, like, worst case scenario. Get everybody I think, money. I think Trump would be like, no, no, no. In the economics of things, too. Like, Just, he understands yeah, how the not, economy goes. In, in that way, he's he's certainly not dumb. Like, he's going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff about the schooling stuff. You know, it's like, another thing, and I, I hate to keep bringing up the same person. But but Ben Shapiro, again, like, <laughs> he, had this, he had this really good piece about... Um, about schooling. And, and, you know, they were talking about the, the teachers being the ones most at risk. He said, well, why don't, you know, and this was actually a different conservative's idea. I don't remember whose, but he was, he was uh, just touting this person's idea that why don't we have the kids go back to school? You know, everybody wear masks, whatever, whatever they have to do. And if you have to have the teachers zoom in, have the teachers zoom in and have like a younger teaching aide teach the class. So like somebody that is much less likely to die, 20 something year old teaching aides teaching the class, having the, having the main teacher zoom in if they have to and having the kids still at school. Oh man, I just don't, that almost seems, that almost it, seems to ask backwards because it's like, then why even bring the if you're gonna zoom a teacher in, mm-hmm. why even bring the kids back anyhow? Well, but I mean, you're gonna to have to be able to do it to get people to work though, because I mean, no, I get that. I get that. Without being able to do that, it's a problem. So, but um, here's the thing is, so I think that the issue is um, that was being brought up is so your kids get it contracted, then they bring it to the household, then the family contracts it, then the parents can't go to work because they got coronavirus anyhow. Well, eventually, uh, everyone's I and. There's 60 million people got H1N1. Yep, I was going to bring that up earlier. 60 million people contracted that disease. So I'm. It's just. I know they're trying. They keep talking about curves. They keep talking about herd immunity. And I honestly know which way is right or wrong. But I can tell you right now that you're going to get the. You're going to get coronavirus at some point because you can't. You can't stay inside, and the federal government just can't afford to give out money. You mean the, I don't. I'm, I, I am for a UBI, um, but you cannot. You cannot. You cannot just give that up anywhere. UBI does entail people working. It's just not. It's not. People think that UBI is like okay. Everyone can stay at home right now and get a thousand bucks per month, like Andrew Yang said. That's not what Andrew Yang meant by that. But what I think people need to do is they, they you've got to focus on what are your risk, and I think the only way to do that is you get you get more people tested. And right now, it's I don't even know. I, I don't even know where to get tested. I, I mean, because a lot of times you have to have symptoms. CBS. But you have to have symptoms to get tested, though, right? No, I don't think not, so. Okay, you used to. I think if. To get the faster test, uh, like within a couple of days, you have to have something extra. But I think you can go get a test, and but it's like the ten days or I'm, so. I'm gonna go get tested. I really just want to know if I've had it. I don't know if that's the antibody testing or if just a test. Because oh. I don't uh, think it's antibody. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I it's the antibody, antibody test. I want to know if I've had it or if I have it. Just, yeah, the, just to know. Yeah, I don't know. I, and from my understanding, because I, I just I have a friend who just went and got a. Just got one of these done, the uh, the CVS one, the free one, right? And I guess it's taken her like like six days to get a result or something like that. I'm wondering if the free mm-hmm. one, if it's a longer wait time because there's no money behind it, right? So it's just kind of like a... <laughs> and they're just, just so backed up with tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah I because, know. I mean, we are having a, a huge, well, so potential surge. Is that, but is again, is Trump feeding money into a private organization going to speed testing up? Why aren't we hiring people to go to neighborhoods like we do census bureaus? I mean, not that those people need to go door to door, but we need something that that's that form. <laughs> we, if we can mail out twelve hundred dollar payments, stimulus checks, or deposit checks, and you have everybody's tax, everybody that has a tax return or that's recorded by a census needs to get a test. And even if it takes a long time, think about this. Think about if it, if it January comes around, we should have all the results in by January if you do that. Well, they're wanting to try to get that. Uh... They're sure hoping that the vaccine is going. They're going to try to rush that out by. They're talking about this winter. How many people December do not take vaccines? <laughs> I was going to say but that's I mean, it's, you know, very interesting. It, it just depends on what percentage of people you can get to take it, and if you can get enough people to take it, maybe you get herd immunity if the antibodies last long enough, and if these vaccines work. What well, if it mutates like the flu? That's the other problem. Yeah. We, I mean, really, we just don't know. I think. I feel like we don't. We still don't know a whole lot, and. Or we have conflicting information, even in the scientific community. I don't know if that's due to and, infiltration of yeah. uh, corrupt sources, like, well, and like China. And, and that's food. part of it because, uh, you know, they say I've seen some testing on on kids, some studies on kids, and saying that they don't have a, a what is it a, a high vo- well, a high volume. I can't think of the, what the how to, how to frame it, but they typically don't give it to adults. It's usually adults mm-hmm. who give it to kids, and ki- kids don't typically give it to each other. That's what some of the consensus was saying, but then there's, there, there are some other studies that don't necessarily back that up. And there's other studies that say that kids may have some of the secondary issues as well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, the death rates are, are really low. Um, well, I wanna, 
Is it point zero two five? It's it's definitely low. I mean, it's it's dropped tremendously from the you know supposed three point four percent to I believe it's less than a half percent now for sure. But um, mm -hmm. all right, is that about? Did you want to say anything else, Matt? Yeah, it's gonna pull up the desk real quick. Um, do they? Can you put it by age on here? No, but there is a there is a great oh, yeah. resource from the CDC mm. that you can look at provisional death. It's a it's a provisional death rate, mm -hmm. but you can go by age groups from mm -hmm. the CDC. I I think I sent it to you the other day. Little kids, it's yes. hardly any and have can, died. From. And you can go week by week, um, from like zero to one, and then one to four, and then it just has all the different age groups, and you can see how many people died mm -hmm. per week. Uh, through provisional death counts uh, via the CDC. Mm -hmm. And it, it's pretty good information. And that's wish, just death, so. I wish they would do cases because I wanted to see with these giant spikes who, what age group was well, it. No, well, I think there was, there was a chart that was out and it was showing, from my understanding, the, the, the major age group, it was somewhere between 20 to 39. It was somewhere in there. It was yeah. one of those age groups that I think was the predominant, like most of the other ones have kind of been stable and that one just kind of flew out of control. So they're thinking... You know, maybe those people are just more likely the ones who go out to go to bars, to go to clubs, for go sure. do whatever. And they're more likely to get the I know a lot of people that go down to the Ozarks because we're from the Kansas City area. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that just go down to the Ozarks. I mean, they're all over the news. I think only one contracted case came out of that. Everyone came back negative. I mean, I guess, I guess at least that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But or I mean, there's, I mean, protests are going on. I don't know how you well, can say that that is, does not contribute. That it's funny that how many how many different sources try to say that the you know that the protests didn't add to it. It's like come on, like I get it, I get it. They are outside, but in some of those pictures, you see thousands upon thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder, screaming. Yes, there are some people, you know, plenty of people with masks on, plenty of people without. So, so the, the CDC actually has it broken down by race, um, age. Yeah, and um, I was looking at the other day. Um, and it talks That's not the, I think there's a second piece of that is. chart. I want to say that there's a, oh no, maybe this is a different chart, but, uh, yeah, there are, and you're also more likely to die from if you're male and as well. We're also not talking about how deaths are being reported too. So the number of deaths, <laughs> um, with, with, uh, ammonia, um, excluding influenza, um, are different than deaths with COVID with those. Yeah. So conditions. I had heard. This is not verified at all, but I had heard that if hospitals were, if you tested positive, but you died really from something else, like that was counted as a COVID death. I, I think it depends on the state. Uh, there were, there were hospitals from my understanding, depending on the state who, if you did have COVID, uh, and you died of something, you know, that, that may have been, that may or may not have been related. It was being counted in some states as, as a COVID death. That's it's true. But you'd have to go through the information. I can't remember which states were which. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a little while since I've looked at that data. Mm -hmm. Some people still try to deny it. It's just, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it, <laughs> there's a tremendous amount of. Here we I go. just it. This should not be political at all, and it, it totally is, and it just. So this is from the CDC's sad. website. Um, this is age groups. So below five, uh, number of cases are seven thousand one eighty four. Um, Number of deaths, zero. Wait, what was that age group again? Below five. Zero to five. Hmm. Zero I didn't think it was zero, but I, I don't know the numbers Between for sure. five and 17, 25,729 cases, um, zero deaths. Mm, there's, been a, there's been like a handful, oh. like maybe five, but that... This is... Um, hold on one sec. This is just in California. So, oh, sorry. okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I saw CDC up there, but it was for California disease <laughs> control, whatever. This <laughs> is so stupid. But okay, so this is in California. Okay, this will still work though, because there's still 3,084. So there's still in California, there's 384,692 confirmed cases, um, 7,000 deaths in California. The majority of all those deaths are 80 plus. There's 3,357 deaths on the 80 plus range. Mm -hmm. 75 to 79 is 903. 70 to 74 is 828, 65 to 69 is 721, 60 to 64 is 570. Then you then then you go to the the dramatic drops off drop offs. 18 to 34 is 94. Out of 134,000 confirmed cases, 134 490 confirmed cases, there's only 94 deaths. 
that's that's insane and that's that's mm-hmm. that's our age great uh, great um our age range because i'll be 35 this year you know that provisional still, still in there. you were on a provisional website that oh, showed this graph. yeah go back to that real quick can you find that yeah because if you go there there is a second page to that graph and then you can look oh, at here it. we go age and sex yeah perfect if, okay now click on there's a, there's a second page of that graph go down it's at the bottom no 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 go back up it's on it's on the graph itself but at the bottom of the graph it'll say one of two Click on that little arrow, uh, and that gives the, you that's why I missed per it. week. And the, the the bigger number on the bottom is pneumonia and and uh, influenza. Okay. So and the let's top just go. One, the top one is uh, dying of COVID per age group. It's at, and, and and the provisional ones are still great. It it this because is it's, okay because it, on the older ones it's going to be even sex. more accurate. All sex, and this is from week seven eleven. Yeah, and we don't have to go through all of it because we probably got it in the yeah. video as well. But uh. So, um, let's see here. We're still, man, 75 to 84 is still total. Still largest. Oh, There's yeah, 80 far. deaths. Um, so, it is. And it goes, but those are by week. So yeah. Each one so, of those a week. one of the groups that have ticked up right now um, that, I, that I do know is fact is the 65 to 74 year old range. Those have also gone up a little bit. Um, but, uh, man, I tell you what, that's, that's insane. Total deaths, there's 3,000, let's see here, in that week, uh, from, that was 75 to 84 years old, 3,744. Yeah, that's, that's COVID, pneumonia, and, uh, yep. that's, uh, and, that's everything. And, uh, that's every, that's, that's. Like respiratory diseases. Yeah, no, it, it says at the top, I think it's, I think it's COVID, pneumonia, and influenza. Yep. I think it's those three specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so when you, when you go through like one to zero, you go by week by week, and you'll look at one through zero, and there's only, I think at most in any week, there was one child um, that, that had died in some of those weeks, which obviously, is, you know, I'm not saying that's yeah. not tragedy, not too many, yeah. it's but by comparison, it's it's almost Under all, one, it's it's barely anything, and that's, yeah, that it, includes influenza and, and ammonia, yes. which ammonia kills kids daily. Well, know. and the influenza, under I think under 20, influenza is a, a much more likely to kill you yeah, than, than COVID. That. Now, that doesn't mean there's not long-term... So there's the problem is okay. Long-term so stuff. there's total yeah. deaths and there's yeah. there's total deaths and there's zero deaths. Okay, so here we go. There's COVID deaths. Okay, so yeah. I, just, I missed that line. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's the way the way this graph is set one, up. Yeah, it's very one, hard to the, see. The smaller numbers of here, the COVID deaths. On I need it. to hit this button. There we go. Oh, there we go. It's way easier. Oh, to see well, you already have your glasses on. <laughs> I know. Well, it was so small. Uh, okay, so there's okay, so COVID deaths for week seven eleven. Um, now the the newest ones on there. The, the only problem with using the provisional There's provisional 80. for the total deaths. The total deaths reported to the CDC. That's every death. Total deaths is yeah. three thousand seven forty four. There were eighty deaths due to COVID in that age range. Now the the only thing the only problem was with using the provisional age? that was seventy five uh, oh. seventy five eighty four eighty five and over. Um, provisional lags behind though. That's that's what that's okay. you, know, you know there's yeah. people who are online they were like well, oh we there's only this, this many deaths. Right? We said this was provisional already. So yes, the earlier stuff is way more. Do we more need to explain accurate. what provisional means? Well, there was just some. We people, should probably explain that. I have friends that post memes that say, "Hey, uh, they're lying about their data." That were along a lot of these other places. They're lying about the data because the provisional ones were much, much lower, and they were like cut in half, right? Well, that's because a lot of people had died, and it it takes longer for the CDC to get the information and confirm it or whatever the process they do. Mm-hmm. So their number always lags behind. So the the earlier weeks on there are going to be very accurate, and that's why because I think the provisional one I think that says there's 126,000 deaths, and we've had like 140 something thousand deaths. So it's not counting about but, 14,000. But people. look at this though. But if you, even if you go back to May 20th, check this out. This is from May 2nd, from 85 and over. There was um, 4,778 deaths on May 2nd. Then you go down to 7-11, there's 132 deaths. Yeah. That's per week. Now, that, that's extenuating all the way through. Look we're, how the we're drop. Doing, we're doing a much better job of protecting older people mm-hmm. and nursing homes. And I feel like that's something to be said. I mean, so if you go we're back protect, to... We're, Better protecting the population. Who let's look most at the, likely and, and that's what'll keep that death rate down. If we can, yeah. if we can protect them and old, and younger people get it, then. So let's look at older school, um, older teachers between 45 and 54 years old. So that, that's right below the cuff of being able to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, and May 2nd, again, there was 509 deaths from COVID. Right now, there's 12 on 7-Eleven. Wow. So yeah. if you look at that data specifically, yeah. and you talk about going the, the push to go back to school and that data. The the actual the the death rates, even though this is provisional here, but if you go back to May second, that's no longer provisional. That that data has already been set in. We're talking over two months, 
And so it's, it's really interesting to see um, the data right in front of you because no one does this. No one specifically talks about this. And mm-hmm. if it comes from a conservative source and people are like, oh, no, they're just conservative. That's why they're doing it. It's, it's a great link to include in the video itself. Like yep. a, it's, and it'll be it's just a, it's down a in great, the description. Because yeah. when, when I heard about this, I started going through it. And I was just like, well, it, it, it does. It nicely breaks it down for age groups. You know, it breaks it. I think it also breaks it down maybe between sex. But I, I know it does. Uh, I know it does sex, but I'm not sure about race. It does sex, yeah, and and so and that's the next one down is females. But I don't want to get into the female um, one very often because their death rates are naturally lower than men's anyhow. It's not even fair to yeah. compare the two. Um, I think it's fifty. Women just 45. do. Women just do a better job of taking care of themselves. It's just they go overall to the doc- hygiene. Well, well I th- not even hygiene. Like you guys go to the doctor. Like well, when, I mean, washing I hands. Well, yeah, I get that. I'm just talking about just to the fact that... But here's the thing is if you're sick, you guys go to the doctor more so. I didn't go to a doctor for over... I don't even have a primary doctor still. No, I haven't well, been to a doctor in either. 10 years. Okay, but you're a, you're a weird one. Um, pharmacist that doesn't have a doctor. <laughs> I'm trying... I wanted to, but then COVID hit. So that, <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. But still, like... But, like... But women have to do so many different things that men don't have to do. So men are lucky in that aspect um that's our privilege i guess you could say <laughs> yeah if, you're opening up a whole other door video, here yeah if, if dying eight years younger is a privilege then i guess sign me up for it <laughs> <laughs> it is actually all right guys well this is um hopefully informational for you guys the main point that we wanted to do especially covid was because there's so much informi- misinformation out there and there's very good websites you can go to the cdc has great Numbers, if you want to scroll by age and by um, race or by sex, you can break down the data however you want to break it down, and you can extrapolate it however you want to. Um, what we're reading to you guys is just straight off the cusp. It's, it's right here on their website. The rolled, uh, rolled meter is another one you can go to, and that breaks it down by U.S. cases and tells you to be able to filter the data a lot easier. Um, cases per state, death per, per million. That'll help you guys out a lot. Um, and then just the weird, funky stuff like posters. Like, what the hell, man? Like, we don't need we don't need that right now. Um, you guys all talk about, you know, protecting people, and you're out there trying to sell people a $14 poster when you just gave $5 trillion to corporations, and you're barely having passed a second stimulus bill yet. So um, not not good. But mm-hmm. what do you want to say? Any last words? No. I'm Final good. last words? What do you want to say on your tombstone? Oh, man. Hopefully New York Tough. You see that on there? <laughs> yeah. New York Tough, right across the top of there. That's what you wanted Andy to did say. Yeah, I want my tombstone to say that, please. <laughs> <laughs> Have you even been in New York? No, no, no I, I haven't. Uh, Love Wins is another thing that works. I mean, that would be on my tombstone as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's All right, fair. guys. Well, thanks. Talk to you later.